Hi, thank you for making this life-changing decision by listening to the Kingdom Move podcast with Pastor Roderick Ejekun. This message promises to do nothing but set your life on the right track and give you loads of encouragement. So sit back, relax, and be blessed. And oh, do grab a notebook while you're at it. Be said by your purpose and your plans. Be glorified in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. How's the week been? I know a dollar to see this, but look at the name and say, God is still good. Some people don't like it when we say God is good. Hmm. Because I don't know what I don't know what we should put our focus on. First Chronicles 27. First Chronicles 27. Yours, O Lord, is what? The greatness. Amen. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and victory and majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Hallelujah. Yours, O Lord, is what? Is the greatness and the power, and the glory, and the victory and majesty. For all that is in heaven, in the heavens, and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. And you are exalted. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaim the handiworks. Amen. Psalm 24, verse 7 to 8 says, Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that a king of glory, someone say, king of glory, may come in. Then he asked, Who is this king of glory? Said the Lord, Strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Amen. I want to start off today by saying that everything is about God's glory. Everything is created for his glory. God is the king of glory. God is what? The king of glory. Amen. Everything in creation is made for his glory. Every design, even sometimes the things that seemingly looks as if they have no purpose, I want you to know that there is purpose for everything God created and everything God created is for his glory now everything that God created includes the boy that was born just two minutes ago amen includes the girl that was born by the Kayayu lady hallelujah everything in creation is made to reflect God's glory as a matter of fact everything in creation affirms or exists to affirm the, 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 the majesty of our God, that God is truly the one in charge of everything. As a believer, when you are consumed by the truth that everything exists for God's glory, that influences how you approach everything. I think one of the months we talk about the glory of God in this year. Amen. 
We studied on the glory of God. If you don't remember it, then you shall not be listening to the Kingdom Move podcast. Amen. And so, when we are consumed by this idea that everything exists for God's glory, one of the things that is supposed to produce in us is a passion to see God glorified in everything and everywhere. So once we get a place where it does not look as if any the, the, the situation over there reflects God's glory, we will want to go into it so that we can get God's glory established there. Am I making some sense? Because everything was created for his glory. Everything. Amen. So I'm talking about this month. Our theme is what? Missions. Uh-huh. So I'm talking about missions. Now, one of the reasons why we go on mission is so that God will be glorified everywhere. That God will be what? Glorified everywhere. That's the reason why we go on mission. So any because we it's very it's impossible for man to come to a place of living a life of glory towards a God they don't know. They can't live for God. They can't live for somebody they don't know. They can only live for the person when they know the person. So the reason why we go on mission is because we want God to be known and be glorified. Hey, are, are you with me? Aha. Uh-huh. That is why. You can't go to everybody and say, lift up your holy hands unto God. When you don't know this God, they will ask you, who is this God you are talking about? Hallelujah. So look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, for the sake of God's glory, we must be on mission. Hallelujah. For the sake of what? For the sake of God's glory. It's for his glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's for his glory. Because we want God to be known and glorified. Known and glorified. Known and what? Glorified. Shake your neighbor and say, we want God to be known and glorified. God to be known and glorified. Hallelujah. Yeah. One man of God by name, David Pratt, said something. This is what he said. He said, God's, he said, God's end goal in the world is that his glory will be known and enjoyed among all nations. His glory will be what? Known and what? Enjoyed among what? All nations. Some say all nations. Hallelujah. So when it, it sh- should it be a case where we are in our corner enjoying God? You know, sometimes you can be in your corner, you know God, you enjoy God. And, a, and once you are okay, we become, there's a reluctancy to help others know God. I mean, we just get comfortable and enjoy the goodness of the Lord. All my life you have been faithful. <laughs> I will sing. <laughs> hey. And some believers are like that. All my life, every day, get up and say, thank you, you have blessed me. I command my morning. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I command my money. I mean, things are working for my good. Double, double. Life is turning around. Everything is okay. How are you doing, sir? I'm up and going higher. Hey. And all. <laughs> you know, all those things we tell them. To show that, Charlie, we are going, we are on top. Everything is fine. I mean, all this plus binding the devil here and there. Oh, that. That is fine. Amen. Tell the it's fine, but it's not enough. Tell the person, it's fine, but it's not enough. Shake the say it's fine, but what? It is not enough. Hallelujah. Tell it, but because the end game is God's glory everywhere. Hallelujah. God's glory may be, may be seen and shown, His wisdom is seen and shown in your room, in your house, but neighbor, Jesus started from Jerusalem, but the end goal is to the ends of the world. That his glory will be known at the ends of the world. 
So tonight I came to challenge you. For not, if for nothing, put the objective of everything or remind yourself of God's objective that his glory will be known and enjoyed by everybody. This is the reason why we go. This is the reason why we must be courageous to take the gospel. This is the reason why we must be courageous to give because we want the glory of God to be known everywhere. I mean, I mean, have you guys ever seen the face of someone who has just heard the gospel and given their life to Jesus before? Have you seen something, something like that before? You see the joy, the genuine joy and excitement, the experience. God wants that to be to be on the faces of everybody. Some years ago, um, I had the the this same charismatic evangelistic ministry. The man of God was sharing. He said, "Look, he said that some people in this life they may never, they will, they may never buy a car because they are too poor to buy a car. Some people may not even they are too poor to even own a phone. He said because of where they live." the circumstances and things around their lives, they may never own plush things. Look, they will not go to Bloom Bar to go and have fun a Friday evening. Mm. They may not even sit at a wedding, uh, uh, at a, a, a wedding reception and have, you know, all those decorations on the plates, on the table, that half of it, people don't know how to use it. <laughs> people can't tell which cutlery to use or which glass. The glass is the one that confuses everybody. They may never sit at that table, but it says it is unfair if on top of all these things that they are denied, they never get to know Jesus. It said it's unfair. I mean, I remember when he said it, it touched my heart. Really, really touched my heart. And the reality, yes, that all these things that we consider them to be great things in this life, some people will never enjoy that. But they, can, they, they should not be denied the enjoyment of knowing the Lord Jesus for themselves. And when we have a a ministry or we are at the church in our time that don't go on missions. That's what we are doing. We are denying others of the privilege of knowing the glory of God and enjoying the, God, the glory of God. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. Shake your neighbor once, one more time. It's about God's glory. It's about God's glory. It's about God's glory. Shake your neighbor. It's about, it's about God's glory. It's about what? It's about what? God's glory where? Everywhere. Being enjoyed by what? Everybody. Everywhere. So, I mean, this is what I'm sharing with you. Don't only give to missions because see why it's going. Give to missions wherever you see that they are sending people to go on missions. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. Because I think over time also, the modern church, we see the values of, or some of these value, uh, values in, in Christianity, we only uphold them when the church, the local church we are part of is doing it. But when the local church we are part of is not doing it, we don't help anybody that's going. You get it? When you hear somebody say, so we are going to do this, you bypass. Hey, shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's about God's glory. Shake, 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 shake your neighbor. It's about God's glory. It's about what? It's about what? It's about what? It's about what? God's glory. Where? Everywhere. Enjoyed by what? Everybody. Mm. Because of God's glory, we must be on missions. Now, where does mission start? Mission starts from the closet of prayer. That's where it starts, from the closet of prayer. Mission starts from the closet of prayer. What did Jesus say? Jesus said that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are what? Are few. What was his next step? He says, pray. He says what? He says what? Pray the Lord of the harvest to do what? To send laborers. I believe part of the challenge of our day, the reason why we don't have a lot of missionaries out there 
is because we don't have lots of pr uh, praying or prayers for the mission field. Because one of the essential things, or, or one of the things about life, let me put it that way, is that once you start praying about something, your heart will go found of that thing. Mm. You start praying for a wife. Every woman you see, you think it might be her. Yeah. Is it this one? Oh God, is it this one? Is it the tall one? Is it a short one? Because you are praying about wife. But when you're not praying about wife, even when the wife is in front of you, you can see. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? Uh -huh. So everything starts with prayer. Shake your neighbor and say, start with prayer. Tell everybody, start with prayer. It starts with what? It starts with prayer. Hey. <laughs> Pray. Hallelujah. I remember those years when my friend, one of my friends, he was, I think he's one of, among the people I know, he's, he married youngest. I think he married by 24. Yeah. Because he way early was praying about his wife. Uh -huh. Once you start praying, you start seeing possible answers. You get it? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Objective. You see. You see possible. <laughs> Have you been praying about the mission field? <laughs> you see, the reason why we struggle to even see ourselves as missionaries is because we are not praying for the mission field. Because when you start praying as as you start, for instance, if we start praying, oh God, may you send people on the mission field. Lord, may people be saved and. Very soon, you start as if you are hearing that God is saying you should go. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Let's be honest. One last time we spent an hour just praying for the mission field. Once the ones who are as you organized. <laughs> Amen. We don't. We don't. All night, the breakers anointing. What are those breakers anointing about? That will go on the mission field and preach. No. As well, we've even stopped praying for people to be saved. Yeah, we don't pray for people to be saved. So even when somebody needs Jesus and God brings the person close, you still can't see it. Because one of the things that marks, um, um, should mark believers, eh? one of the things that should mark believers is to be able to tell the opportune times and moments God brings people to your life. Because I'm telling you, timing is key. Somebody said that two great warriors of, 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 of this thing is, is time. Time and something. Timing is key. There are certain breakthroughs there. The reason why you haven't experienced them because you keep missing the time. Timing. And God orchestrates the seasons and times of men. There's a time, but look, there are times that people are, are supposed to be born again. The minute they miss sometimes, some people, the minute they miss that time, the next time, the next time is coming, it's around five years. Yeah. Because God orchestrated that a moment in their life where things are whatever, where then they see the wisdom of God. All of a sudden, what is happening to them in their life, they can see God inside. And that's the moment they're supposed to be born again. I mean, that time is, passes by five years before. I've seen the cycle of people trying to change. Some actually, when they miss a certain time, they go west. They go to the, the darkness. They go deep into it. As of they become advocate of darkness. Amen. But often that happens because people that are around are supposed to be sensitive to time. Chase people. Recently, there was this, there's this guy that I, I know. He came. I've known him. I actually met him in church years ago. I was from service. And we sat in the church. I, know that I, I, I walked through there. It's one of these small ones there. The one that applies, Kolebu and Circle, 207. I walked to the back. He was seated at the back. I think I was from a midweek program. Or I can't really tell. And I saw him. The minute I saw him, you know, like, you know, guys, you, like, you, you know, you get shy. And then he smiled. Yeah. Uh -huh. And when he smiled, I said, oh, this is a good time to 
Like it's a good opportunity to have a conversation with him. So I started having a conversation with him and all. And then I followed through with him. I mean, I could tell that this guy was, was um, what's the word? I didn't know the Lord, but he was friendly. So I followed up, went to his house, bought him a Bible, took him to church. I took him to church. When I took him to church, this guy, not only him, his sisters and brothers all followed me to church. Yeah. And I could tell, even though he had struggles, he asked questions about God, plenty of questions about God. But he was following, he was following. And then, you know, me to my life, I went through serious, serious life issues. He, he used to come and visit me and all that. And then he, he I don't know what happened. He, he vanished the relationship. Now, years down the line, we meet. This guy is so, <laughs> his unbelief is another level. And recently when I met him, I was talking to him, I, I, I was saying that I feel like I failed God. Because I could tell that at that time, when I met him, was the time I should have followed through and make sure I disciple this, this guy. Now, he has more money. He has more human wisdom. He has authority. So even to get him to sit down, it's difficult. So I was telling him, I said, look, I told him that, look, I feel like I feel God when it comes to him. Because only God knew his future and the seasons and timing. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. We have to, that's actually why we have the Holy Spirit. is to prompt us. That sensitivity to people, their lives and the timings about them. That's why the Holy Ghost is there. But we will never be able to be quickened to, them, to those things when we are not even praying about them. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? There's a story, I mean, if you know Marcelo. Marcelo was a world great evangelist, healing evangelist and great man of God. Marcelo, God born again. You are thinking he was from a Jew background, Jewish background. He was in an orphanage. It's an orphanage or a place for Jewish guys and all. And it was a woman that God Marcelo saved. When was it? It was a teen or something. This woman got a job as like a teacher in the school. And when the woman said anytime she prays and things, she felt that she needed to pay attention to the to Marcelo. There's a book about how he became born again. I can't I, I read a book maybe about 17 years ago. So I can't tell the full story. But all I can tell you is that. This woman told the church where she belonged, and they kept on praying for Mauricio. They kept on praying for him until this guy became born again. And guess what? Like I'm saying, he should have it. This guy becomes one of the best world evangelists that has gotten more people into the kingdom. Can you imagine if the woman had missed that time? Some of the friends that are walking around you that are I'm smoking with, they are, they are evangelists and <laughs> mighty women and men of God. Hey, am I, am I talking to somebody in the house? If you were praying, you'd have seen that this guy is not, it's not ordinary. But because you are not praying, they'll come and knock on the door and say they want matches to light, and you also go inside. No, I can find matches among. Oh, man, the lighter, no, on Koshimon. Shake your neighbor. It's a neighbor. You got to be serious. You have to be serious. Amen. Oh, shake your neighbor. You have to be serious. You have to be serious. For the sake of God's glory, tell the person, be serious. Hallelujah. As for some of the people that you go becoming girlfriend with or boyfriend, that's not the goal. The goal, when God brought them close, is that you would disciple them. 
because they are going to disciple the nations, but you made them a personal project. <laughs> You've gone, you gone harvesting what is in the Lord's garden. For God's glory, you are harvesting for your, <laughs> for your satisfaction, <laughs> for your glory. Amen. Breasts that are not yours. <laughs> you are going for the fruit when they are not ripe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, are you in the house? Mission start with prayer. Mission start with word. Mission start with word. If we are going to be a missionary individuals, or we are going to be missionary ministries, we got to pray. And not just any other prayer. We are praying that men will be saved. That men will be saved. I, I don't know whether I say I, I may mention this. This this pastor in South America, one of the countries in South America. What is his past? He was a porn star. Gay porn star. I don't know about it. His videos are still there. being still selling and making money. <laughs> Somebody on this path missed him a couple of times. Some believers missed him a couple of times. So the, his original his purpose was to be a pastor, but see where he has room before he's coming. Mercy, Lord. Some of us, if God didn't save us this time, if somebody was not sensitive to save us this time. <laughs> hey, look at your neighbor. Don't, don't do as if you were born an angel. Look at your neighbor. Let's <laughs> and yeah, do somebody that listened to the Holy Ghost, sensitive, praying, and knew. Hey, some of you, you'll be selling the drugs, you'll be selling yourself, you'll be pushing it. Aha. Uh -huh. But this time you're on your way to, to Colombia. <laughs> like, no, no, you, you see, how do you call it? Wanted to make money. Yeah. She wanted to make money. He licks it. One of the times he was telling me he left school to come for a deal in Accra. Now look at him years after his... his, his um, is born again and is married. Look at the, you know, when you marry, fat comes on you. Look at, look at the shirts, look at the size. So you go back and go to those and see this tiny boy, but what was on his heart? It's a lion's heart, it's coming a lion's heart. Yeah, just look at it, look tiny. It's not as if it's huge or something that you can say, he can just go to places and just go and talk. But the guy, I'm telling you, he left. He said he was in Accra about three, four days on a deal for dr drugs. Yeah. He wanted to enter into the deal and make money. But that's God's missionary. That's God's man of God. Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. Paul, or Saul, who became Paul. The guy was ready to tear a whole city apart to look for people that he felt were against God. He murdered even Christians, but he was God's top man to get a job done. Hey, are you in the house? I'm telling you, sometimes I think that, ah, you know, sometimes there are people actually who become born again, and then people are jealous of their zeal, and yeah, people become jealous of their zeal and commitment. I'm thinking that sometimes there's something in us that, hey, mercy, I may not be able to put it what someone says. What I'm saying is that let's take out of our eyes, or rather, let me put it this way, let's set our eyes on God's glory. And because of that, we want to see everybody know God. Yeah. Because look, look, you never know 
The guy was walking by the roadside. What his life will look like when he allow, allows God's light into his heart? Nobody can tell. Nobody can tell. I think I heard the story of Mal, Dr. Malson talk about how one time he went to preach, he preached the gospel somewhere, and then a young guy came to him. He said, guy, dreadlocks, dreads. The guy came to him, and the guy said, thank you for the word you shared. My life is never the same. And he says, years down the line, it was just there. Here's this guy who has come to him, wearing suits, looking so good. You can see that life, everything is so well. And the guy comes in, the guy looks at him, the guy greets him and says, you don't remember me. He says, oh, I don't remember you. And then he has to tell him, do you remember? The guy who came to you with dreads, when you preached the gospel, and I said, thank you. He says, this is me. He went to school. He became one of the top in his field. As one of the guys become so successful. And he had come back to say thank you. Because one man preached to him at the right time. And the light of God's glory entered into his heart. We have to be on missions every time. Am I making something to somebody? Yeah. yeah. And missions start with prayer. Look, we have to start this, this um, environment of praying for the lost to be won to Christ. We have to. Because some of them, no, not some, all of them, they are great people. We think we have seen greatness. Oh, what did the Bible say? What's the promise of the scriptures? The latter. The latter shall be words. Yeah, we have all become former. <laughs> we are all part of the former. There are latter ones who are coming. Hey, am I talking to someone in the house? There are latter ones who are coming. Some of them are leading LGBT movements. But there needs to be people who be sensitive to the spirit. Shake your name and say, neighbor. It start with you, it start with you, it start with you. It start with you. Tell them, start praying, start praying, start praying. Some of you, all your please now go and break your prayer time. Let's say you pray 30 minutes. Uh-huh. You take 10 minutes and pray for the mission field. What do you pray for the mission field? May people be saved. May the message go. May God send liberals. Hallelujah. May finance go to the mission field. Hey, part of the reason why a lot of people are not on the mission field because money is not there. Now, what I mean by money is not there. It's not as if they, they're, they're supposed to go there to go and make money. But anyone that we send, we must send them in such a way that they, they know that God is going with them. Am I making some sense? It means that when you are sending a missionary, there must be provision following the missionary. Amen. And in the Western world, there are organizations that have been set by some Christians. And what they do is that they are mobilizing huge amount of money to send to the mission field. So people are there and they are not worried. For instance, if somebody's at the backyard somewhere, by the time realize fund is going to the person to buy a, a durable truck that can be on the field with the person so the person can move around in here. And the, the fact that the person has gone to the mission field doesn't mean that their life should be so miserable they will curse God. That's not the reason why I did. That's, not, that's not what it is. And for one thing that we have to, sometimes I, I'm so glad when I hear the story of um, um, Pentecost Church. Pentecost Church sends, they send uh, missionaries and people that they send, they send help to them. One of the help sometimes they do, they do is that their hospital will periodically go around where the pastors are and take care of them. Check on their health. If they are sick, they will give them whatever they need so that they can be on the field seven. Hey, am I making some sense to somebody? Amen. Yeah. I was telling you, I think, I don't know, last, last, the branches I went to this week, I was telling them that, look, we all want more money. 
got money. My parents said, Lord, seed the city. <laughs> this one there, you have to. I said, look, how many of us go to God? I said, God, bless. So that 20% of my wealth is on the mission field. Just think about it. Is it too much a thought? 20% is on the mission field. Though. You're looking for, you, you when you get up in a year, well, when in a year, part of your plan with your wife and all that, is how our wealth this year, 20%. So we are, you're online and we are looking for organizations and people and individuals, making sure you're doing background checks and all that, what they do with the money, where they are, where they need And then you are calling and says, we're sending, we are doing some wire transfer to you. Mm. Before your latest car, that's what I'm talking about. Why our money? To mission field. You reach sometimes, look, our neighbors on the other side, you know our neighbors on the other side. They too, they started doing mission work. Yeah, they're doing mission work, they're doing crusades. <laughs> are you in the house? Yeah. Amen. Mission start with what? It start with what? It start with what? It start with what? Prayer. Prayer makes us sensitive to know times and seasons, right? Yeah. And then number two, are you in the house? Yeah. Once we start praying, what's going to happen is that we'll start hearing God. And what are we going to hear of God? Number two, we have to go. We have to do what? Okay. So what I'm, 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 I want to say is that once you start praying for the mission field, be ready to go. Because God will use you to answer your own prayer. Missions is not done by angels. And if you, human beings are those that go, why not you? Does it make sense? I think this message, you don't like it. You're you quiet. <laughs> or you're writing. If human beings are those that go on mission, why not you? Yeah. Are you, are you not a human being? Oh, are you not a human being? It's like, I have angels gathered there. Are you not a human beings? <laughs> are you not a human beings? <laughs> Hallelujah. It's amazing how sometimes we pray and at the back of our minds, somebody will answer our prayer. But when you read, it, you read the Bible very well, many times it doesn't work like that. Because prayer's goal is not so much to, to, turn, to, to change God, but rather to change us. Once we start praying, we are the focus of, of our prayer. God will start working on us. Let the husband say, oh God, my wife, that woman. It's as if there's a devil in here. Take the devil out of here. The immediate thing the Holy Ghost will do is to turn in on, on that man and make him suitable. Hey, as well, but the reason why we have lots of prayer meetings and sometimes people pray prayer and they reach some level, they get discouraged because they are not able to tell the ways God works. Because often we think prayer is to change God. Hey, prayer doesn't change God. If you are going to change God, it means that in a sense you're, telling, you're saying that God in, in, in a way is not perfect. But God is perfect. What's the end from the very word? Beginning. God knows everything. From the beginning when he started, he's already established the end. So there's no imperfection in God. So when we go to God and we say, oh God, do this, oh God, do this. What we are saying is that, oh God, take advantage of a situation and turn things around. And God says, the best person who is in charge of a situation is you. So brother, shall we work? Hallelujah. Yeah. I think part of the reason why you have to start praying for your husband and wife quickly so that God will start working on you quickly. You get me? Yeah, when you go to God and say, God, may she be able to learn how to cook. Let her be a woman who can cook, a woman who can read very well, a woman who can do this, a woman who can put on diapers. To, but, uh, then God says, okay, what kind of a man would such a woman need? Ah, and God starts working on you. Sometimes by the, by the time you pray one, two, three, four, five prayers, God will show you that, no, you don't deserve such a woman. <laughs> you are not qualified for such a woman. Hallelujah. Yeah, no, I you expected something when the thing came you realize that Charlie I didn't it's just above my level 
<laughs> okay, the other way around. Haven't you been at maybe a meeting or something, and then you see somebody, and then you go attempting to talk to the person, but you realize that the person's intelligence and behavior and everything. Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. Realize that, oh, as smart as that, I know. <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah. So you have hope for something, but the thing when it comes close, you realize that it's above you. Yeah. You can look into things. You know, look at social media, look at this, look at this one, and say, do I dress for you? Fine. Well, I'm a pen. A working woman, a working woman. Do you know working woman, what, the way the brain works? <laughs> the brain is working. Yeah. So a working woman can't have a doorman. Hey, I'm talking someone in the house. Yeah. Means you have to be able to tickle a fancy. You have to be able to, that means you have to be able to, um, what's, it, what's the word? Entertain them at intellectual level. Oh. You can't be a mouth that's like Buffy, you bath once or two, and you won't say, no, no, it doesn't work. Hey, are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. So when we start praying, God start working on us. Hallelujah. Oh, God, send missionaries to missionaries. God says, can you serve? Let me start turning your, your heart around. That's what God told them. Jesus told them, pray the Lord of the harvest. When you read the Bible, the next verse, the Bible says, and God sent them. Hey, are you in the house? And God did what? Send them. So look at one day, he said, God is going to send you. It's you are the one God. Tell about the more see what talks about how churches and things. It's you, it's you, it's you. Because it's easy for you to come for meeting, hear about outreach, but you'll never be part of it. You'll never part of it. You go to church, church is amazing. Church will preach about mission, uh, uh, outreach, evangelism. They'll preach so much. The pastor is preaching a good word. And everybody will agree that the way the pastor is preaching is true. It is right. And it's deep. But yet, less than 10% will step out. Because we don't know how God answers prayer. Are you with me? Yeah. Trust me. When God says, Ghana, some of us shout, Ghana, whatever. The next person God is looking at is you. Yeah. Look, these things, when I learned them, it changed my life. That's why I look, guys, listen. During the progress I've made in my life, eh, it's because I see myself as answers to prayers. That's why I made those progress. So when I see somebody is hungry, I'm not waiting for an angel. Somebody, somebody said, Nyame, be a queen. Open your door. <laughs> but you, your door is shut. When you are praying, God, open the door to feed the poor. You go into your kitchen and see how much of what you have can feed the poor. That is answer to a prayer. Hey, I'm not making some sense to somebody. And I believe that this is what some part, when you look at the structure of the Western world, you see, the prayer they want to pray, they would have rather answered that prayer. So that's how we don't see them being religious, but their life looks like God. Because they will sit down and instruct and say, people don't have food. They don't. For instance, this um, uh, Hurricane Leon that walked to, what do you call it, um, uh, 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 Florida, and then to, your friend is saying, uh, California, uh, uh, Carolina, and all, and did havoc. Individuals, when they are praying, oh God, not too much prayer. They bought water, bought whatever, and then march to the place to go and serve. When it comes to says, Three days, hey, yeah, you don't know you are the one that's supposed to take the water and go. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the difference between the, them and us. Because what they will see as prayer, what to them comes as prayer, they see themselves as a people in that place to fulfill fulfill it. So they don't need anybody to come and tell them that I share the Lord. That means who's all your prophets? Who's all your prophets? You hear the prophecies of, white, of black people. Give elaborate prophets. I, I, in fact, I can see you do this. Those days in Achimata school, 
when I meet a student and I ask, somebody I ask them, what do you want to become? What do you see yourself becoming? Somebody said, I want to make money. And I said, for what? And he said, then they'll say, to build an orphanage. That's what orphanage, orphanage, yeah, they go for the cheap grace when you're more. People have gone to God to receive grace for orphans, but the money doesn't reach orphans. <laughs> hey, look, I tell you, out of the number of people I spoke to, about 90% I want to give to the poor. I want to give to orphans. I'm telling you, it reached a level now. The next question I ask them is, when was the last time you gave anything to a poor person? I said, how come the person that is now will be changed once you have a million dollars? It won't change. As a matter of fact, the person that you are now, when a million dollars comes, it will be amplified. It won't be transformed. It will be rather amplified. Amplified. Hey, hey, am I talking to missionaries here? Are you in the house? Yeah. See yourself. Once we start praying, see yourself as the one God is sending. See yourself. Guys, when you're praying that, oh, Lord, Ghana, see, so many of us are praying, Ghana, change this country. Corruption, corruption. But the, the, that's who would you bribe? Uber driver. <laughs> Uber driver, you pick the thing as if you are coming, but you won't come. Uber driver, you 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 know the price, and you, on the way you renegotiate the price. How do we build a better Ghana if we don't see ourselves as the one that is answering the prayers to our own uh, uh, our own requests? Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah, this is where. Look, I'm telling you, Ghana has no problem because. There's no problem we carry that we don't have the grace to solve it. But none of us see ourselves as the ones to stand in and, and solve it. We don't see ourselves as answers to prayers. Like those that were praying, oh God, send missionaries, send laborers, but didn't know that they were the ones who were supposed to go. Hey, oh God, bless Ghana, give us wealth, money. Who's supposed to start the business? Who's supposed to do the struggling of the first 10 years? None of us want to struggle for 10 years. Meanwhile, average entrepreneur, 10 years. <laughs> Ask my what what's the plan we have? We start a business two years, they need hit it. Ah. On level, say I'm Dubai, yeah, By the tenth year, they're not me farm me on my personal plane. Yeah. So nobody, I mean, I saw a picture of our president um going to open some, you know, under one DF one DF, what's it that? One DF, one, one F. <laughs> one D one F. And I saw, yeah. And I saw him working, they showed him, I think, made something. And I look, I said, ooh, the whole country. This is very small. The things we are opening, they are small, small, small. Recently, as I was working, I said, look, if they, they calculate the amount of money that is riding on the road every day in Ghana, the cars we drive, the monies we put in, in cars, if we had decided, we decided to build factory, be entrepreneur and be disciplined, Tell ourselves that we are the one. We have cried, God bless Ghana. We have cried for too long. We are the ones that God is going to use to create our wealth. Things will change. We give ourselves 10 years. Jim Ron says six years, but the way the state of Ghana, you let's go 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. Give yourself 10 years. Most of you, are, you, you finish school less than average around 20, 22, right? 22. You give yourself 20, uh, 10 years. That would be what? 32 of discipline, of hard work of diligence, if we put that in, we will become the generation that answered the prayer of the previous generation. That's what we become. But we don't see ourselves like that. This is the spirit of religion. Somewhere, somehow, God should send angels. Meanwhile, you don't read the Bible. Angels are not, they don't have the right over our, our domain. We have the right over our domain. If God, listen, as God, rather not if, as God is as powerful as the Bible claimed him to be, 
How come he hasn't changed anything by adequately? Yeah. What is this? A snap. Can't we get it by now that some things are not in, under God's control? That you both chose your own president. That you both chose your own president. You, own, you chose your own MPs. You chose your own words. You chose your own constitution. You chose everything. Hey, am I talking to some people now? Shake your neighbor. Shake your neighbor. Say, neighbor, we are talking about missions. We are talking about missions. Shake your neighbor. We are talking about missions. We are talking about missions. Hallelujah. Mercy, Lord. Amen. Let's stop the hypocrisy. Tell me, let's stop the hypocrisy. Let's stop it. Let's stop. Shake your neighbor. Say, let's stop the hypocrisy. Let's stop the hypocrisy. One of the things I realized, hey, recently we were discussing something. A family were discussing something. And something, I was, telling, I was telling them that, look, some of the things that I get to do, it's not because I have in abundance, but because I have ingrained in me the place of sacrifice. Oftentimes, in a lot of achievement of things, people think people have it in abundance. So when you see a man, or you see somebody, even when you see a rich man doing something, they say, oh, rich man, they say, oh, Uska. Hey, go and check. It's sacrifice that gets men to do great things. It's sacrifice. Hey, it's a spirit of sacrifice. So once you have gone to pray and all that, the next question you ask yourself, God, where, where, where is the opportunity for me to sacrifice? Hey, your glory must be known. I need an opportunity. I need an opportunity. I need what? I need an opportunity. An opportunity to give. Hey, yeah, an opportunity to give. An opportunity to serve. An opportunity to love. An opportunity to go. An opportunity, God. I need an opportunity. Look, I believe that if we have this heart, once we have this heart and we have this focus, look, greatness will never elude us. Greatness will never elude us. What he said? He said preparation, meeting opportunity, right? Yeah. Preparation, meeting opportunity. And all we need to do, once we have our hearts prepared and ready and say, God, we're going to do, all we are looking for is get that opportunity. Then we, you hear the voice of the Lord that says, this person, follow through. Look, I'm in the house. One of the people who impacted my life, and I've shared it, who has impacted my life, in my life now, as I'm grown to the level I am, it's Mr. Viala. But when I met Mr. Viala, I didn't hear any, I didn't get any prophetic word. No prophetic word. That says, that's a man. No prophetic word. But I could tell by the timing, and he's showing up in my life, that this was God's opportunity for me to learn. That's one of the things I could tell. That was my opportunity to learn and to become. Yeah. I stayed, I always say, I stayed in his office for a year. I was, I, 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 I was with him for some time, but I stayed in his office for just one year. By the time I finish this one year, everything showed that it was time for me to move on. And till date, when I look at office, op office operations, and in my head and everything, it's my stay with Mr. Viala for one year in his office is what has shaped me. One year. Some of you people come in your life. Somebody, God gives you three months, six months, area, some place, an opportunity. Go serve here, be here. But you missed it because you don't realize that you're supposed to be answered to your own prayer. You're waiting for an opportunity, a, a breakthrough somewhere. An uncle in the state. Look, I've waited for that uncle for years. I'm telling some of this, you don't put your hope. <laughs> I've waited for that uncle for years. Those days, I remember some uncle, be, when he came and the promises, did he make promises? All of a sudden, you can see, you can see yourself, latest in six months, you can see yourself in America in a winter jacket. I'm telling you, you see yourself in a winter jacket every day where you are going. Ah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've even gone to buy a winter jacket before. I had about two or three winter jackets in Ghana. Just the opportunity. <laughs> hey, all those angles. Shakai. <laughs> Maybe no, maybe you, your uncles are the ones that'll come through. Maybe. 
But if we got all of us, we do a survey here. How many of us have uncles down in this thing? Let's do the statistics. Mathematics, people come and help us do the ratio and do. And then we can put it together. And I will tell you that uncles are not the solution. <laughs> well, for, for, shake your neighbor and say, uncles are not the solution. Shake your neighbor. Tell them, are you, are you relying and waiting on some uncle? Even your father can pull the carpet from under you. How much my uncle? <laughs> I know a brother who lied to their children. But to him, it wasn't a lie. It's on the side of the children that he see as a lie. But to the father, it's a promise. So can you see? <laughs> the same words, but on one side. Because if he fails, he has lied. But when he's standing here, to him, it's a great promise he's giving you. But people standing here, then they lose sight of what they are to do and hang on on the promise. That's what I'm telling you. The same way, Ghanaians. Hey, Ghana, bear the dead. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> The woman, the farmer, a don't go. See, Ghana bear the dead. You be did there. See, you be did pounds. Ghana bear the dead. I think I think she's a prophetess. Maybe you go where it's going. The city is useless, so you should go. <laughs> we should go for the pounds there. Yeah. Maybe she's a prophetess. <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah. So everybody is a government, the government, the government. Mm. And especially those that follow them, put their hopes up, now they see. But if you come and stand on the side of the government, the government will tell you genuineness of their hearts. That it's a promise they did that they wanted to, you know, fulfill. Ah, but uh, are you them? They say it's a promise. It's, it's, it's something in your heart. They, they were honest about it. Can you tell it's all true? Ah, it's like a man who stands by the, uh, at the altar and look at the woman and say, I'll love you to the end of the road. Yeah. He said in sickness and in health, until you are, you, are, you, are, you are stuck in bed and you are shitting down end. And he said, in fact, me me not make an answer. Life is the ultimate sour Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know a couple that the, the lady just ran. Is it a lady or a gentleman? The lady. The lady said, no, no. I think a guy is having a kidney problem. He said, no, no, it's too much stress. She didn't marry to be a nurse. Her vows was not part of it. That that will marry and be a nurse. He said, it's not part of it. So she left the guy. Yeah. But at the altar, she believed. Yeah. But now on this side, the man will say, he, hmm. Am I making some sense to you? Ah. So I'm telling you in, in simple terms, when you put in quotes, the hope of answered prayers in yourself is much more better. That's what I want to say. The hope of answer prayer, put it in yourself. So after you have prayed, the next thing you have to look at, what can I do differently? What can I change so that the answers to my prayers will be assured? That's what the Bible is about. Are you with me? Yeah. What can I do? Hallelujah. We have to be ready. Guys, we pray for the mission field. We're ready to step out. We must have all these... The, our community in East Legon, we must have young people evangelizing everywhere. Why? From the beginning, I said, what? Because of the glory of God. That the glory of God will be known everywhere. Hallelujah. That people will know God and submit to God. These are the things that we must set our hearts on. And once we set our hearts on it, I mean, we pray and then we are listening. The next opportunity to see somebody who's not born again, we put the person's name down. They are going after you. Will obey your suffering. 
by force. They're walking by and the guy just whistled at us. He said, hallelujah, what an opportunity. I see him becoming a cell leader. Ah, are you with me? Yeah. And Mitch dares to just say something nice to you. Say, well, look, you say, oh, yeah. That's it, five minutes of good word. Does it make sense? Yeah. So tonight I came to challenge you. Are you in the house? Hey, where's the keyboard? This. <laughs> Amen. I've shared the word, right? Yeah. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Because, guys, listen, truth be told, are you with me? I've said already, major of the things we've said, we've done, if I was waiting for somebody, wouldn't have done it. I'm telling you, major of what we've done as a ministry, if I was waiting, we'd still be waiting. And I learned that years ago. They said, why are you waiting on God? God might be waiting on God says, what bumper we may turn But after believers pray, then now they enter into their waiting period. And you have a whole bunch of waiters. <laughs> they have no service. They have no service. Waiters all over. And while they are waiting, the unbeliever sees himself as answer to the solution. So he has risen to the occasion. So you go to places, unbelievers are in all positions. Because they are not waiting. They didn't have a waiting period. I'm not making some sense, somebody. Yeah. Believers, let's be wise in our generation. If God's glory is going to be known, sometimes you watch something and say, what are they showing? Like this, yeah. Look, I'm telling you, especially in the media, it's alarming. The glory of God is taken away from there. The glory of God is taken away. They are just after God. They want to just destroy any hint of God. They just want to take it away. Because who expresses God's glory almost in this life other than humanity? God has invested his glory in humanity because he told it's only human that he made them to look like him. So now what's the enemy going after? This human humanity. Where it's not gay, they are smoking, they weed. You see now tattooing everywhere. Sometimes you look at someone who has tattooed, they've tattooed their, their face, they can't tell the difference. Are they competing with their dogs or what? What, are, what do they want to become? This nice skin God has put on you, this nice skin. Ah! And especially black skin is the, one of the most beautiful skins ever. The skin of color, black. Oh! You've tattooed here. One of these one of the artists in Nigeria. Oh, so unyefe. You too, you are not nice. Then you are just adding. I think maybe, Mister, I feel like they do so because they want to hide the way they look. Mercy, you don't need uh, no justification for that tattooing the body. There's no justification whatsoever. People tattoo out of their own desire. There's nothing in it. Oh, it's a good. Let's let's put our hands together. Yeah. There's no justification whatsoever. It's just a personal choice. And this generation, some of them are using that as a means of self-identity. So it's a tattoo that will bring you to your own identity. Then you really don't have anything. Hey, me have said, I know you will start coming after me. Okay, oh, I don't care. You are coming after me, you have heard something. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough for me. Are you with me, guys? You watch the movies, they make a, a, a guy sleep with a, a guy, a girl sleep with a girl. It's taken away. It's, it's what they call it covering destroying the glory of god that's it recently i saw um um whatever 
a guy <laughs> a guy who behaves just like a woman black guy handsome boy behaves just like a woman and is in a relationship with a a, a lady who behaves like a man you're married right <laughs> so 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 <laughs> sometimes you don't even have words to describe because that's not what God intended. You can't tell the it's an error that's attacking. You know what I see? So even them, it's the enemy attacking the glory of God in them. The enemy hates God's glory over them, so confuses their mind. And I'm telling you, as long as we don't, we are not missionary-minded preaching the gospel. God's glory will not be known in these places. Are you with me? We look, we have to take sharing the gospel personal is a means of God's glory being known and enjoyed. Are you with me? Never be look now, you get a place, fancy lifestyle because you are rich, you can do your hair go anywhere. So, I'm talking about some of you who are your parents have the money and taking you to rich schools. You know those people. And because of that, some of you, Christianity is too archaic, some more than enough, so you can't share the gospel. But be serious. The devil will make a human being back and behave like an animal. May we be missionary. Hallelujah. Shake your name and say, neighbor, you have to share the gospel. 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 Rise up on your feet. Go to two, three people. Tell them you have to share the gospel. You have to tell somebody about Jesus. Tell the person. Tell the person. Tell them, we have to be missionary. We have to be missionary. We have to be missionary. Are you telling somebody? Are you telling somebody? Go to two, three people. Tell them we have to share the gospel. Amen. Tell them never. You have to be answered to the prayer. You are going to pray. You are going to be. We are going to be praying about missions, and we are going to be what answers. Say, Lord, give money to the mission field. What does it mean? We are going to our bank account. Hey, I'm at somebody in the house. It's only when we have to give to to the kingdom of God that we all become. We all tend to be widows. Said my widow's might. Ask your neighbor, are you a widow? Shake your hands. Are you a widow? Why are you giving a widow's thing? Why are you are you a widow? Strong, able people, you have turned to widows. <laughs> that statement, you both stop saying it. Tell neighbor, stop saying, stop saying, stop saying, stop saying my widow's might. Stop saying, give proper might. <laughs> Shake your hands. Give proper might. Stop the widow's might. What is what do you have to do? They say this is my widow's mind. This is my widow. What is that? Are you a widow? Ah, grace is coming. Amen. There'll come a time we'll be raising. I'm praying that see why we may start the fund. With time, or we'll get some people to start the fund, mission, world mission fund. And I target yearly maybe two billion dollars too. Ah, are you in the house? Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's the goal? We are giving to missionaries, people who are going on a mission field. We we'll send to make sure go and do the work for the Lord and let his glory be known. Isn't that nice? For the sake of God's glory, we'll give anything. We'll do anything. Lift up your hands right now, wherever you are. Let's start praying. If you don't know what to say, just speak in the language of the spirit. Come on, 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 come on. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice.
Pray with passion. Pray for souls. Pray for the mission field. Pray that men will be sent. Just pray in the name of Jesus. Pray according to what you have heard. The next five minutes we are praying on stop. Come on, come on. May more laborers be sent on the mission field. May more laborers be sent on the mission field. May more laborers be sent on the mission field. May more laborers be sent on the mission field. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on, Maya Payadoshi. Oh, Come on, lift up your voice and pray, pray, pray in the name of Jesus. May there, be, may there be more young people on the mission field. May there be more young people on the mission field across the various faces of this life. In the mighty name of Jesus, may the Lord send more people onto the mission field. May the Lord send more people onto the mission field. May the Lord send more people onto the mission field. Pray in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle be taken away in the name of Jesus. Every obstacle be taken away. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, just pray, just pray. Three more minutes, just push. Just push in prayer. You are getting there. Come on, come on. Maya Baba Bosa. Missionaries into the media field. 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 Kayabo Sapaya. Ah, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Ah, Paya, 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 Pato Shata. Rekamanda Dadaba. Ya pate shika remantu sapanda apate kepelenemea imano satayaba come on ye periesi ikato sataya dadadaba remando sankapayadaba araya bado satayaba ladaba come on come on don't stop don't stop don't stop don't stop pray 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 two more minutes two more minutes two more minutes just pray in the name of jesus 
Yes, 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 Wonderful, merciful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend. Who would have thought? Come on. Rescue the souls of men. The souls of men. Oh. One more time, wonderful, merciful, come on, let's go. Wonderful, merciful, say, precious Redeemer and friend. Precious Redeemer, come on.
Let's thank God. Let's just thank God. It's a, it's a hope of the world. God is a hope of the world. Thank you and God bless you for listening to this message. You can get interactive with Pastor Roderick Ijekumo on his social media handles. Facebook at Roderick Ijekum, Instagram at Roderick Ijekum, Twitter at Roderick Ijekum. You could also get interactive with Christ for Youth International on Facebook at Christ for Youth International, Instagram at ConnectCYI, Twitter at ConnectCYI. This has been the Kingdom Move Podcast. Thank you and do stay blessed.